What's up, bro? We're back. We're here. We got, uh, we're still in our temporary. Tiny, tiny studio. We're in our temporary studio. Yeah. Uh, but there is good news. The yep. heat is on today, which it was not on last week. I had a heater right next to me today. The heat is on. So the that's heat progress. is on. Only in half our building. Only half the building. The other half of the building, <sighs> frigid tundra. And then I plugged in the heater, like a little space heater in my office. And then they told me that when I did that and I plugged in my computer, I blew a fuse. Yeah, why so, you blown up the world? I just got back from Nebraska. Hey, that's Shout a out to Nebraska. We got a, yeah. a lot of new uh, tug of more team up in Nebraska. I've never been there. Dude, it's cold as a mug. Y'all sent me a picture of a frozen over river. Yeah, it's so cold the water stopped flowing. I'm like, oh, no way. I don't want to go there ever. Nebraska's little. <laughs> it is? Uh, I mean, it's not Texas. Yeah, yeah, well, nothing is Texas. It's not Texas. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, Again? I had a lot of fun. We went to a leadership uh Easton and I went, and we went to a uh, like a taught, leaders a training. Oh yeah, yeah. I taught. Yeah, I was straight preaching a that's lot. Fun. So many, so many microphones in my face. Hey, that's good. But it was good. That's fun. It was fun. Yeah, and now we're here, and we get to talk about uh, something exciting today. Yeah. So I talked with uh, all the leaders there in Nebraska about all kind of stuff. You know, yeah. we're pastors. Yep. And so our context of leadership is ministry. That's true. Volunteers. Yep. Uh, leading teams, leading big, people, big groups of people come yep. together. Like, right. so we face some unique challenges, but it's still an organization that we're, that we're leading. And so we I lead talk, it like a business too. Yeah, yeah. So, and so it was amazing to go and talk with all these other pastors because there were guys there that had a thousand people in the yeah. church. And then there were guys that had nine. Yeah. Nine, nine, nine people in the right. church. And they've been faithfully there loving those people for a decade. Yeah. There was a, a guy that was there. He had been in a in a city that only has nineteen hundred population, wow. but it's like giant landmass. Yeah, and everybody there is like a cow farmer. And uh, right. I'm like, you really got to love God. No, right? Like He's real talk. Driving like sixty minutes to go to the grocery store. Yeah, like I mean, I can be in Fort Worth in fifteen minutes right. and eating the best burger you've ever tasted. I can be there in fifteen minutes. Right. Out there, the only fast food you got is the gas station microwave. I don't know if I, yeah, that's like, they talk about mission field. I'm like, that's a mission field. I think they love God more than us. I think for sure they do. You think you they, know, they you probably know. have a bigger house in heaven too. Oh, all day. You know, missionaries love God more than we do. Oh, well, yeah. I already knew that, but I didn't know people in Nebraska did, but yep. Missionaries do. and people in Nebraska about to get to heaven and God's going to be like, here's your Escalade. I got you. Yeah. I got you this and an extra a seven story mansion. Yeah. No. Hey, well, good. What, uh, what was the biggest takeaway that you took from that of like, Tugging into more. What was something that you were like, "Ooh, yeah." Uh, man, lots. I I, I talked to a guy who uh, has been a pastor at church for a lot of years, and he came up to East and I, and he said, "Man, our church is exploding. God's doing so many great things. I'm so excited." He said, "The last Sunday we had 45 people." Wow. Yeah. And like his enthusiasm for something that is small yeah. was really motivating. Yeah. Because like we can get kind of bougie on what we're living off of. Right. Like off of our like the leadership, the things that we've already developed. And we can start to look at it like it's little. But like this guy was so excited, man. Yeah. That he has 45 people that he grew it from like 
nine over right. the last 10 years. No, and love so that. it's motivating. Yeah, because you know? the whole point of tug of war is that there is a giant tension and giant space between where we are and where we feel called to be. And the truth is what we've learned over the last years, we have to celebrate the yeah. wins of when we do get to step into more. Cause guess what? There's always more, there's always, there's more. always more, but we got to celebrate where we are. Cause we were back there. And yeah. so I love that. I love the energy of being around other people that motivate you into more, which is the whole point of this yeah. is that together collectively, we can come together and say, Hey, let's go into more together. All of our more looks different, but we're For all sure. stepping into it together. And I love that. Yeah. Because we live in different cities. We have yeah. different contexts. Like in Dallas, you can reach a lot more people have right. a lot more, even if you're a business customers right. in Dallas than you can in the middle of nowhere. Right. And so creating proper goals. Okay. So I, I taught that. all kind of stuff. Talk about guard your heart. That's yeah. one of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, did, emotional uh, health stuff. Emotional health. Yeah. Talk about God doesn't have T-Rex arms. Yeah. Right. Talk about some of those things. And then just did a lot of like how to break growth lids. Yeah. But at the end of the conference, one of the things I talked about was the importance of application. Yeah. Like don't just sit here and learn about it, but be about it. Right. Don't just take notes but implement it. Right. And it reminded me of something we tell our team all the time. Yeah. We say ideas are garbage. Yes. But execution is everything. Right. Ideas. Yeah. Ideas. Everybody's Every got an idea. Dude, everybody's got an idea. I could list off 50 sermon series ideas right now. Yeah. Events. Yeah. Plans. Right. Websites. Potential businesses. Anything. Right. Everybody's got an yeah. idea. But like executing how, on that idea. How many idea. times in a day do we hear somebody say, you know what you should do? Yeah. <laughs> People always have an idea of what we should do and pastor, how we should do it. You know what you should do? I had a lady come up to me and she says, pastor, you know what we should do when we bought the 36 acres? You know what we should do is we should put up a big fence around it and we should make a dog rescue center. Yes. And I'm like, uh, yep, that's a thing we could do. That's a thing we could do. Th that's an idea. Right. But I'm like, <laughs> ideas are garbage. Like, okay, yeah. I don't know nothing about no dog rescue right. village. Right. But we have to be executing on the ideas that we have. Yeah, I like to say ideas are crap just because to me in Whoa, my head. That's, it, that's what we call a Christian curse word. Yeah, it's a Christian curse word because. When are you be using some uh, worldly curse hey, words every once in a while too. We're not on the podcast most of the time. We gotta uh, bleep them and cut them. Hey, whatever. Uh, and so. <laughs> whatever. I, just keep going. Just keep rolling. No, but I like it in my head. It helps me understand that like if all I do is come up with an idea but never actually do anything about it, it literally is wor as worthy as being flushed down the toilet. Like yeah. it, it is not helpful to where we're trying to go to sit and come up with a, bu a bunch of ideas. There's something we've talked about even in the podcast before is I'm about to do. I'm about the things to do I'm it. about to do. The things I'm about about to get to and it's like okay cool i understand you've got a lot of thoughts but what are you actually doing about it and so for us we've learned in stepping into more the only way to get to more is actually start executing yes that perfection so many of us wait for the perfection or the perfected idea we got to get our idea all organized and we'll talk about the steps i think is what we should right do yeah. but but if we don't actually get anything done at the end of the day what are we doing yeah i don't know if we talked about it on one of our most recent podcasts that the Bible says, if you wait for perfect conditions, right. you'll never get anything done. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of talks about the farmer, like if the farmer walks outside and he goes, it's kind of windy today, I'm not going to work. It's kind of rainy today, I'm not going to work. Right. It's kind of cool. Like, no man, sometimes you just have to make progress. That's you just what have I to, do when just, I'm supposed to go to the gym. Oh, I can do? come up with a reason every day of oh, why yeah. I can't go. Because well, you know how you fix that? What? Get a person to me either. Oh yeah. No, you're right. That's I true. went to the gym this morning, did not want to go. I'm eating keto, so I don't got no carbs in my body, but I know I'm eating two guys at yeah, 7 a.m. Yeah. And so I drug my body out and of bed. And then you went. Right. Yeah. No, it's true. And so I think 
and the same is true in life, what you're saying. We have to, I understand that. We may not have perfect conditions in our business. For us, we don't ever really have perfect conditions in the church oh, that we lead. Yeah. There's always something popping off. Yeah. But we got to get junk done. I'm about to do something. Yeah. Yeah, you said it. I'm about to start a class. I'm about to add a service. And I think that sometimes we, as leaders, we get high on our own supply. Right. Like we right. get excited about talking about what maybe we're going to do. Right. Or I, like we get in a room and we flex the ideas that we have to see if our ideas are cooler yeah. or better than somebody else's instead of like, there's a bunch of ideas out there. You can Google anything yeah. to come up with an idea, but get it done. Yeah. I think that it's, it's worth like picking the idea, picking the, the most important thing of the season yeah. for your advancement and saying, okay, I'm going to conquer this. I'm right. going to accomplish this. I'm going to execute on it. Execute. Yeah. No, my job title is executive pastor. And I think uh, in a lot of churches, there's like a visionary and then an executor. Yeah. What's unique about our team and our dynamic is that for us, we all got vision and we all got ability to get junk done. Yeah. And so for our team, it's not like, oh, that's their job. They're the one who gets it done. No, we all get it done. Yeah. So yeah, you want to put that sign in our future office space because yeah. you're like, we have to understand in order to be a part of this team, we all have to get junk done. Well, I want to, I want to hang it up in the office because when we walk in on Monday morning to work, I want us to remember that we're not just going to our office or our computer to think about what maybe would be a good idea, right? but is to actually execute yeah. what we're already, right? Like if we have right. an event coming up, let's not just spend 10 hours dreaming right. about new photo booth ideas yeah. and how we can have another dunk tank. Let's <laughs> yeah. not just dream about it, right. but like let's pull off what, yeah. what we've already dreamt yeah. of. Right, the things that we've already done. Put it down on paper and then get to work. So what are the steps we've talked about it before? What are the steps you think in order to do that? Um, I think well, first you got to have a plan, right? Right. You have to have a plan, uh, of how you're going to execute. Then you have to prepare, mm -hmm. right? You right. plan, then you prepare. Right. And I forgot the last piece. And then you perform. Oh yeah. Then you perform. And then you get junk done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think, uh, that's a great thing to walk through in the steps because it sounds really good on paper and yeah, they're all three P's. And so, but the truth is if you can do those three things in life, you're going to get some more. Yeah. Like if you can figure out how to actually uh, efficiently and effectively plan, prepare and perform, then there's really the sky's the limit of what you can do in life. And sometimes we get overwhelmed. We talked last time about like the chaos. Yeah. We get overwhelmed in the chaos or the people drama or the lack or whatever it is. It's like, no, 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 just, it's real simple. Let's just get a plan. Let's start preparing. Let's get it done. It's easy to get stuck in the planning phase. Oh, for sure. And so like, let's, let's break that down because ideas are garbage. And sometimes like planning is a part of the idea. Absolutely. And we can spend so much time trying to create the perfect plan that it's like, no man, thrust your hands in the thing and, yeah. and get to work. Something we do for our team is we say, uh, we can dream like there's an unlimited budget. You dream like you have all the money, time and volunteers in the world. Right, and so we will do that for a short amount of time. Okay yeah. guys, let's take the next 30 minutes. If we could do anything for X, Y, Z, this event, this thing that's coming up, this ministry, this area, this department, what would it look like? Throw it up on the board, but then, we have to take that and yeah. go, okay, now what can we actually do and build yeah. the actual plan? Yeah. Okay. So you plan it, you write it down A to B, you got to start where you are and then right. what do you want the, the, the goal? Right. Like what's, the, what's the win? Right. What's the win? What's the, what's the like, uh, what is it? Target that I'm hitting for? Yeah. yeah. And then you start preparing. Right. 
It's time to prepare so like you start assembling the things that you need. So like right now, uh, we had our first youth service here at the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. Yeah. Kids showed up with markers and like they wrote Bible verses yeah. and, and like their future girlfriend's name right. on the floor or whatever they wrote down on the floor, you know. Uh, that we're having a youth service again this Wednesday. Yeah. And one of the things we have to do is unload a semi-truck trailer full of chairs. Right. So we just met with some of our staff to figure out that out. Yeah. And so the plan is, right, get all the junk out of the chair, out of the... Uh, trailer. Trailer. To get the chairs. But here's the, 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 the preparation. Right. Is they have a list of guys that they're calling today. Yeah. To recruit. Right. We have to start preparing. Right. Do we have the dollies? Yeah. Is the floor cleaned? Do we have six dudes that can able body or right. girls come on women in ministry y'all right. can move some come chairs on. too no, we and can. so can we unload we have to prepare yeah yeah. No, I love this. So uh, going to going back to plan, um, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. That's yeah. a phrase that we've all heard, but it's true. So often we jump into the performing before taking the steps to like write it out. Something you're great at is the to-do list of like the plan that we need to build and then taking the time to actually do that. But you do a thing called, uh, oh crud, now I can't think of it, uh, street to seat. But then you also do get off the bus. What do you call it? Oh yeah, so I, I, just lost I it. no yeah yeah get on get on the bus get on the bus get on so the bus. it's yeah. like the idea um, I used to do as a youth pastor when we would get ready to take kids to youth camp yeah there and it is. so I would tell all of our team let's pretend like we're on the bus driving to camp right and we would literally walk through like here's where the luggage yeah. is and here's where they get their cabin key right. and like all the pieces and so we do that on a Sunday right for street to seat. So for our impressions team. So like if a first time guest shows up at Living Church, let's pretend like we're driving down uh, 287, right? And then the freeway near us. And like, what's their experience? What banner do they see? What signs do they see? Do they see a parking person? You know, they come in. What parking lot do they go to? Do they hear music when they get out of their car? Right. We walk through all the way from like the dismissal. Right. Yeah. I love it because I think so often when we're trying to take steps into more, we can go, well, I don't know how to plan it. I've never done it before. Or yeah. I, I've never seen it before. And what I love is that with with that tool that you've given all of us, there's a visual descriptor of, okay, I know what my goal is. So in that scenario, our goal is that a first time guest would have a great experience and want to come back. Yeah. And so maybe in people's uh jobs in their organizations, maybe even moms at home. What do you want the tenor of your home to be? What do you want dinner to look like? Building a plan uh, when you know what your end result is and then visually walking through what it would look like, that's how you build the plan. I think it can get overwhelming to be like, I don't know how to build a plan if you've never done it before. But this is an easy tool that you've given our team and I've, I've watched some people who are new to planning learn and grow in it because it's easy that way to go oh yeah let me visually put myself there make a plan something my dad used to tell me is maturity is being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes yeah and so what we do as the church we put ourselves in the shoes of a a tender right and then we're able to we're able to walk through yeah i just think that's a great tool for people okay how am i building my plan this is how and it's super good and so then you said prepare yeah because when you're walking through the plan, you realize what you need. So yeah. you said that we had the kids sign the uh, floor. Yeah. Well, in order to sign the floor, what we, do they need? We had to go get some Sharpies. Right. Yeah. And we knew we had Sharpies. So you're like, hey, have we sought out the Sharpies? Right. Do we know where they're at? Did we? And we got a plan. It, go. You know, the reason people go over budget is because they start 100%. to prepare before they fully planned. 
Right. And then they find themselves at the store, filling their cart up or on Amazon, like clickety, click, click, clack. Right. And they go way over budget. Right. Preparing because they, they didn't, didn't plan. They didn't plan. Now, Whitney and I have never bought too much of anything. No, this has never happened. We always perfectly plan. <laughs> and so then our preparation is flawless. Oh, perfect. We have never bought too many red mugs for Mother's Day. Or too many t-shirts to give away or too many. Or too many cupcakes to pass out. Never. We have never had too many gummy sharks in uh, in Slurpees. We've never done that. Never had too many palettas in the freezer for a year <laughs> <laughs> because we got too many. Oh, but man. It, okay, obviously we're joking. We buy too much stuff regularly. Yeah. Now, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because Living Church people are watching this and no. they're like, man, why are you wasting all my money? Listen, we repurpose it all the time. Oh, yeah. We've Teenagers been... be eating Sunday cupcakes on Wednesdays constantly. And they don't know. They don't know. And But it's... Uh, We've learned over the years that, yeah, our planning and our preparation have to go hand in hand, but in the right order, because otherwise, yeah. And then, and then part of it is because we shoot for the, we shoot for the moon yeah. because why would we, what do you say? I don't remember. You I think I only said it once and then we always laugh about it. Yeah. Shoot for the moon. Otherwise. Sh shoot for the moon and then land there. Oh yeah. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. You can't land on why a star. Why do I want to be on a star? It's too small. <laughs> That's what you would say. Yes. Uh, yeah. You've got it. Now us. Yeah. We would rather go in our planning, right. we would rather go over than under. Right. I would much rather have too many uh, mugs to pass out on Mother's Day than not enough. Well, because in our organization, right. If, because I, if we're we, not prepared for the amount of people that come and we undershoot, then we don't have enough uh, volunteers. We don't have enough kids workers. Yeah. yeah keep so it's better for us. It's better to over over plan. That's yeah. part of the plan. Yeah. And then we're just laughing because sometimes we like drastically over plan. Part of it, the the red the red mug story is it was Mother's Day yeah. at the very beginning of COVID. And so everybody was first on quarantine. And so we were gonna do a big outdoor service on our 36 yes. acres, semi-trailer with a band and big speakers and generators. And we bought these mugs that said quarantine queen. Yes. And I was like, this is the this is the greatest idea. This is gonna go viral. We're gonna be selling these on Etsy <laughs> tomorrow for a hundred dollars. Didn't happen. And then our attendance. Well, didn't I, it didn't I, it get canceled? I don't oh, maybe it rained did and we rain? had to do it the next week. I can't Something, remember. but we we had like hundreds oh, of these red mugs yes. that said quarantine queen. And so we just started giving them out at all kind of junk. Yeah. Like any event. People love them though. Yeah, so now them. that we don't have them anymore, the amount of times that I get a message from somebody like, hey, do you have any more of those quarantine queen <laughs> mugs? And I'm like, no, like we got rid of them all. You're a year and a half you're too late. You're too late, sorry. Okay. Plan, yes. prepare, anything yeah. else in prepare? Oh, so much in prepare. Is that like something we talked to our team about is reverse engineering. Love that this. you have to go backwards and kind of go, okay, so, so for our creative guys, for example, Easton and Bailey have to not only know when things are gonna happen, like this podcast. If it's supposed to go out on Tuesday, that means we have to record it before Tuesday, right? Like you have to go back and go, okay, if I'm having an event on this Wait, day. Wait, this event isn't live? Oh no, but one day we'll do a live one. But Ooh, this is if you live. want us to do a live Tug of More event. An event. Comment before and give us some <laughs> ideas, but remember, they're garbage. <laughs> Your ideas are great. It's what we do with them. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. We're just teasing. Uh, no, I think that that, so you have to- That hurt my heart. I didn't really mean it. Okay, I love your okay. ideas. Yes. He, yeah. <laughs> You're the best. Um, and so we have to like go backward and say, 
okay, well, when do I have to order this? If we need shirts for an event, well, that means that they take two weeks of production time. You know, in the very beginning of Living Church, we paid a rush fee every time we ordered things because yeah. we would order it too late. And then we decided we're not doing that anymore. We're going to make sure. And so when you prepare, it's not just oh, I need to go to the store that one day to buy the things. No, how soon do I need to order things? When do I need to call the volunteers? When do I need to have a meeting ahead of time to prepare for this thing? Yeah, and what you're so talking about is a timeline. Yeah, there's so much that yeah. goes into preparation. And I think a lot of people's ideas die on the, the, the fact that they did not actually prepare. Because you can have the best idea in the world. And but even if you don't, a great plan. But if you don't have time to pull it off, right. to prepare, right. It's not, it's not going to be done. No, I mean, even in our context, if you're uh, giving a sermon, but you didn't prepare the sermon until an hour before you give it, like, it's not going to be good. There's a saw happening outside. No, it sounds like a, it sounds like a monkey or something got let loose. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's, screaming baby in here. Yeah, but, but oh, there, oh, there it is. There it was. Maybe it's Jurassic Park. <gasps> the dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds crazy, but it's a saw. They're sawing My son it. wants to watch Jurassic Park so bad. You got to make a plan and prepare yeah, his heart. I don't think he's, he's ready. He's going to be afraid. Yeah, he's afraid. He Titus, he gets nervous about all kinds he, of stuff. Because he didn't hurt. Like he yeah, okay. Yes. Plan. Prepare. Prepare. Yep. And then perform. Perform. Show the junk up. Do it. Get it done. Push it. Don't give up. Yeah. Why are you going to stop? What? <laughs> we had a fun little oh, cadence. Yeah, I thought you were going to keep going, but you started <laughs> laughing. No, we got we to gotta get it done. I think that as leaders, our most... Uh, biggest or most biggest yep frustration with employees in the past has been those who come up with all the dreams and all of that and then when it comes to the time to perform they just they don't do it it just it just never materializes right and so if you find yourself in your context not able to materialize right listen go back to step one right if you're just like i'm okay if you want to get in shape you, man, you gotta have a plan. How are you gonna do right. it? Then you gotta prepare. You gotta buy the food and get a scale and get a gym man. membership and make sure you got shoes you can walk in. Right, right. You right. gotta prepare. But then, you gotta go. You gotta pull Don't that. You gotta, you gotta pull that junk off. Right. You gotta right. perform. Right. And uh, and the performance is like where the rubber hits the road. Yeah, for sure. It's the reason that everybody loves Michael Jordan because he can hit the shot when the buzzer's going down. Right. And so sometimes. It's just like throwing yourself out there and, and going for it. Absolutely. I think that sometimes we don't do it because we don't think it's ready. And so that verse that you gave is perfect to understand. Just go get it done. Try it. One thing we say all the time is that ministry is an experiment. And so like if we try it and it didn't work, we're going to change it and do it again. But better that we've tried three things mm -hmm. and found a better solution along the way than to have never tried any of the yeah. things to be about to do in yeah. two years later and look back and be like, man, we still haven't done that thing we said we were going to do, yeah. you know, plan, prepare, perform. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish? Right. Like as we're tugging into more, the danger of it is that sometimes we make it so vague, like more is so elusive. Oh, there's yeah. not like a, there's not an end line of more. Right. But what we have to do is we have to set reasonable goals right. like along the way. So it's not just that you're going to make a billion dollars in sales. Like, okay, fantastic. Right. But like you've never made a hundred thousand dollars in sales. Right. Maybe we need to and set 50 as the goal. What are you even selling? Right. Like, yeah. And so there has to be a, a reasonable goal. Tangible, reasonable, and it's, actual. It's towards that goal that you're planning and preparing and performing right. for, right. not just 
more. Right. And I think that sometimes I'll talk with leaders or pastors. They're like, I'm going to reach my whole city. Cool. Right. You're going to reach your whole city. That's great. That's what the great commission is. That's what Jesus wants. But like, what's your next step goal? Yeah. Because like for us, I want to reach our whole city, but our auditorium only sees 1200 people. Right. Right. And so like, how am I going to functionally do that? Well, I got to have this many services and this. You got it. You got it. How to eat elephant one bite at a time. time. So, like, what's the next bite? Yeah, I love it. No, I think that's such a good. uh, It's a good understanding of like, okay, you want you've got all these ideas. Well, let's pull them into like some reality and actually reframe it and go. Where am I going with it? What is it going to look like? I love it. If you're a big dreamer, right, and you just find yourself always dreaming, 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 maybe there's a time to really wrestle with yourself and say, okay. I'm going to stop um, fantasizing right. about what maybe it could be. Yeah. And I'm just going to pick pick one thing. Yeah. My wife, I don't know if it's like a Spanish saying, no. but she says this about people that are kind of dreamers. She says they're building castles in the sky. Yeah. And it's like sometimes that's what we do. We build these castles in the sky that's like just these imaginations right. of of what we're gonna do. Yeah. You know how many guys I've talked to that they're like, I'm gonna be the next Zuckerberg. Like, dude, you you were playing video games last night till two in the morning right. and you, you got Dorito stuff on your shirt. Like you're not no, you're 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 <laughs> no, not right. Like maybe we stop building castles in the sky and we just build like a one bedroom house on earth. Right. And that's the next no, step. No, I love it. You uh, something you do that I think is wise that we can do is set timeline goals, set like performance goals, even just in our calendar, like our phones are so helpful to things like that in this day where you'll say like this many days, we have an event coming up that the other, just last week you met, we met and you said, Hey, we just need to identify that this is coming. We have some goals to get there. And so if we'll identify that we have this many days out, then uh, we'll kind of have some plans along the way that we can make sure, are we hitting the mark? And I think that if somebody's struggling and they're like, oh man, I've been dreaming about something for this many years, but I haven't taken the next right step. Well, set a timeline goal of the when you will get that next step done and then make yourself do it, actually do it. If you don't, uh, then ask yourself why. Are you insecure? Are you afraid? Are you not, uh, you know, are you not prepared? Have you not really planned? Like, yeah. what is the reason why you haven't got it done? No, it's really uh, good. So you can help yourself get there. Yeah, no, it's really good. I've got an app in my phone that I've used for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but the app just like died. The app, it did? Yeah, the app like shut off. And so there's a new one called Countdown. So oh, I use this app called Countdown. Oh, I didn't Countdown. know your I, app yeah. was gone. It was called, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but I've had it for years. And so Countdown now I use... And so like right now I know an event that I'm speaking at yeah. and I just looked at it and I've got the date in there and it's 43 days away. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's getting kind of close. Yeah. I know when Easter is a hundred days out. Right. And so when you have these like milestone mile marker things, it helps us keep in perspective of like time is our most valuable resource. Right. Right. Yeah. It's the asset that we we can't get back, but, uh, man, we can super utilize if we'll just get junk done for us. Like, yeah, we run hard and we go into the next thing, but we've been able to really get some junk done because we had that, that drug drive ideas. They aren't, they aren't garbage, but, but your ideas need to just live on a piece of paper. Well, your ideas in comparison to your execution like, is what can become garbage. Right. Yeah. I have a number of uh, notes in my phone and on my laptop that are only ideas. Yeah. 
So I have sermon series, I have sermons, I have like future next steps, I have like discipleship lists. We have a hundred uh, podcast idea lists. Like right. literally, I have yeah. one called Tug of More, yeah. and I'm like, okay, what do we, what do we want to talk about? Yeah. And so I have a place that I can get those ideas out, right? Because if you don't get them out, then they just kind of pinball around in your head right, right. and then you just spend your whole life thinking of ideas. Yeah. And I mean, for our team, we spend time dreaming together and like coming up with ideas together. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that then from that, we have to take it and actually get some stuff done. Something we've done even that's helped us, um, in, in leading as at the end of those kind of meetings is assigning who's doing what, who's yeah. getting uh, the things done from those ideas and dreams that we just came out of. Maybe you have departments in your, in your job. And so obviously those people lead those things. But sometimes you're doing a project together. Okay. Who's doing what, you know, those school projects. I imagine uh, that I was the girl in the school project. I'm still doing a school project. Right now. <laughs> With Whitney, oh what do you think Living Church is? Yes. This so I I, I, I found I found the best partner for the school project. I <laughs> am the gopher and the presenter. This the is my job, and, and she is the I don't and know all the other, all the other, all the other things. <laughs> I just remember showing up for group projects, and there would be like one person in the group who was supposed to bring like this very important piece of it, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, I didn't." I'd be like, "What? You yeah. didn't bring it?" And like. I loved group projects yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Because I would just like, you'd be like, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing yeah, this. And then I'm them. just going to get up and tell I'll about tell it. I'll tell about it. <laughs> and so I think that's the, yeah, we have to learn to help identify in our groups, even like where, who needs to show up. And Which is yeah. really smart. It's really smart what you're saying because that's what execution is. Yeah. Who, execution is not only like getting it done, but who's, who's, who's doing it, it and who's the right seat on the bus. Something right yeah. now we're working on is that there are some people on our team who are phenomenal, right. yeah. incredible leaders, mm -hmm. but we're realizing, oh, they should be a different seat on the bus. And that's a great thing because they're able to execute better and more. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the, uh, the state of living church. Like a lot of churches, yeah, they have seats on buses. <laughs> they got a seat on a bus. Do you know what we have? It's like we pulled all the seats out of the bus and then we put like an above ground rectangle pool in the back of the bus and we're all just all in the pool and it's just sloshing around and it's just craziness. This is how it's it feels like, right now. There's like little, I imagine like little bungee cords though that you can like hold on. Yeah, yeah. Like, Here, you hold this one. Okay, wait, now we'll swap. Then yeah. you take that one. You go, no, yeah, we're not Some churches have very strong lines. This is your seat. Do not move. Yeah. Meanwhile, over here, we're like backstroking all through the bus in a water. <laughs> and, water like, and they're like, here, you catch. Okay, you got it. All right, you're going with it. No, it's true. You're laughing, but it's right. And but so I would much rather ride in a bus that's full of water. That's a that's a party. No, and we've recognized <laughs> you're right. Water bus. We you right. Re we've recognized though that there are other people who are more efficient in certain things. And like, why are we gonna hold it all tightly? <laughs> what is your laughing? But it's true, yeah, right? I'm just envisioning it in my head. Yes. And so I think that we we have to recognize in areas sometimes we have been trying to get something done that we should not be the one getting done. That we should pass it, what you're teasing about with me. Like you and I both know, hey, I'm gonna give you this, you're better at yeah. this than me, vice yeah. versa. Yeah. And that's what we do. And yeah. it's made it more efficient. Whereas before it's like, it's my idea, so I will execute it. Yeah. Well, that's silly. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people fail is that they're unwilling to put people around them that will help them execute what their ideas are. Yeah, that's great. I what? have another thought. Okay. There's some people that are out there that aren't creative at all. That's true. There's some people that are really good executors. Yeah. 
That's that's what I'm getting at. Right. But but they they only know how to do it how they've seen. And so, what would you tell somebody who ah. feels the tug of more? They want to do something, but they don't have any new ideas. Right. They 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 hear us say ideas are garbage, and they're like, "Yeah, right." I, I don't. I, I didn't pay for an idea. Right. What do we? What do, what do they do? Man, you it, well. I, all the things, one of the words we talk about a lot is exposure. Yep. So exposing yourself to other places and other people, but then building a team around you of people who are gifted. That's the whole point is what you're great at as a leader is not saying, oh, I mean, I'm gifted too. And you let me be, but it's Super true. Yeah. You let me be who I am. You let me flourish hundred percent without squashing anything in me. Cause you're not trying to be insecure. You're trying to say, this is what we're building. Right. Yeah. So let's all come together. So that's why we have Bailey and Easton who are way more creative. They make us look way better than we even look in real life on this pot. Like they come up with great ideas that are brilliant and we're not afraid to say, Hey, y'all run with that. And so, yeah, if you, if, you, if you're struggling for ideas, find an idea person. Right. You, and like take them to coffee, take them like, yeah, you don't whether have to hire them. Right. Whether right. they're on your team or whether they're just somebody in life, man, people with ideas love giving ideas. That's so, the thing about us. Like we, you take us to coffee, we're going to give you 16 ideas of what to do. Yeah. My wife is the best. Yes. And as our kids yes. have gotten older, <laughs> it's like, she, oh, yeah. she didn't know what to like. She was having a hard time feeding our kids. Right. Not like, you know, but no, like, like creatively coming what am up I with cooking? new ideas. So you know what she did? Things. She texts like 10 moms yeah. and she said, Hey, what tell me your, foods? tell me your go-to yeah. meals. Right. And so, you know what she did? She went out and found some ideas. Yeah. So like if, if you're not an idea person, ideas are out there. Right. But we can't be afraid. That's the other piece. So like you've done youth ministry for years and years and years, but in this last season, you've been like, Hey guys, these younger people, this new generation, what does it look like for you? What are the ideas that teenagers, instead of just doing and regurgitating what you did only like 10 to 15 years ago yeah. in youth ministry. Yeah. Uh, but instead, what would y'all think is a good idea? And I think that it, it, there's a bunch of reasons why sometimes people don't put people around them, insecurity, fear, anxiety, all the things, oh, but they, but you should, don't be afraid. Yeah. It's only going to make you better. And listen, because ideas that used to work might not work no, anymore. Right. I was like the king of car smash right. in student ministry. Right. I bet, I bet I have ran and led a hundred car smashes probably but right? now would teenagers like doing a car no i don't think they're, they're all like they'll they're oh my fingers hurt i don't know right I don't, like, Yo, remember like, like they, they're not down with like they're looking at me like they're gonna be mad i'm saying <laughs> I, some students yes always are gonna want to smash car but i don't think that it would be like a big attractional draw right we right. can't like make a postcard that says car smash and an extra 200 kids show up no not but, at all but back in 2002 yeah they didn't awesome. have a video to watch. They were like, right. what? what? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. No, it's true. And so don't be afraid to put great people around you who are going to execute things, but then don't be afraid to put great people around you who have great ideas. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. And if you're not a good executor, you got to get one. Yeah. Because if you're to. not a good idea person, get an idea person around you. Right. If you're not a good executor, you've got to get a good executor. Now, the hard thing about finding an executor if you're not one is that means you have to give away responsibility right you have to give away control right uh and if you're a leader who's not a natural executor you got to really wrestle with that yeah and even if you are like i don't even know what the answer is no yeah. it's it's your own yeah issue that you you're never going to be you're going to hit the lid you're never going to be able to grow past um yeah. those things and so we have to get people around us that can help us execute things and then uh even as executors as things grow, we have to still be willing to give away to other executors. Boom. Because otherwise, 
we won't grow beyond who the capacity we personally alone have ideas stop it start executing yeah it's, Love it. it's 2022 you got to dream on that's right you got to dream on sing it bro no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sing it why wow, you did a great job they can go listen to our uh living Service. church are we posting it yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a no and a yes. <laughs> no, yeah. Dude, so good. So excited to be back with you guys in our makeshift studio. That's right. If you ever have any questions, reach out to us. We'd yeah. love to know what's going on in your life. Uh, yeah. We're working on a exciting new podcast location. Yeah. And it's going to look great and it's fun. So we'll come in with a whole new fresh energy that, and we won't be completely Cold. mentally distracted by saws and crying children outside of our building. <laughs> and dinosaurs. Yeah. Love y'all. Bye y'all. See ya.